Gundam style. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, thank you to Sarah from HKIP for suggesting that. Um, it's not the title since it's already called Wow Cool Robot, but I just, I think that um, the best way to respect her is to just constantly say that at the beginning of every episode. For sure. Opa Gundam style, everyone. Opa uh, Gundam style, everyone. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. I don't think that's going to be the official like subtitle line, but I can't think of anything funnier. So, um, I can help you maybe in the in the future. Like, wow, a cool robot, a Gundam podcast where two fucking goobers watch the Gundams. I don't know. <laughs> a show where two a show where two people constantly forget about the themes of the series. True. <laughs> Um, oh, actually, forget all that. I just got a notification on my desktop saying Star Wars is back in Fortnite. Grab a lightsaber and celebrate Star Wars with the return of Rey, Kylo Ren, and Sith Trooper outfits. May the fourth be with you. Oh, shit. I, we have to stop recording yeah, now. Sorry, I have to go I have play to hop on Fortnite. Fortnite. I, have to <laughs> be a, I have to be the cool first order. Uh, there's nothing wrong with standing the Empire, right? Um, uh, Gundam does Orange Justice for ten hours. Okay! <laughs> We're already in it! Um, so this week we watched another three episodes of the incredibly good show of Gundam 0079, a.k.a. Mobile Suit Gundam, a.k.a. the first Gundam show that they did. Um, were these episodes good to you, Mork? Uh, yeah, I liked, I liked them. And also it made me... Um, like some of the characters more, which is good. Yes! Uh, <laughs> De- development! I like it. There is, yeah, some redemption. Um, I actually have the names of the episodes written down this time. Oh, shockingly. sick! You want to you wanna hit us with that first one, then? While we just get into it? Yes. The first episode is called Escape from Luna 2. Luna 2, the asteroid sort of thing that's a, a, a base, like a military base that is in the orbit... Or no, it's in it's it's not in the it's not orbiting the moon, but it's in the p- orbital path of the moon around Earth. It's like yeah. in that same loop. Um, yeah. So we 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 start off. Uh, so we're docking into Luna Two, but uh, everyone's favorite Commander Joaquin is an asshole <laughs> and, and says no. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite character that's been in here the whole time. Oh, he's oh man! I wish he was the one in the Gundam. I tell you what. Uh, he's mean and rude. He says it's the state of emergency that Bright has to, like, go to hell. He, like, tries to arrest some children, you know? It's like a a normal uh, thing that you do during war is that you arrest children that are just trying to defend themselves by being, you know, you know, it's either, either die or commit, uh... I was gonna say treason. I don't think that's the right word. Uh, uh, what's di- die or do something against? There's the military. definitely a word for it. Um, is it treason? I don't know. Mutiny, treason. I don't know. Me- maybe mutiny. Um, basically, he's like, yeah, we can't have any of these civilians here. You got to go to Earth. We're in a state of emergency. But actually, um, all of you battle teens, we're gonna like point guns at you and arrest you because you did it. Uh oh. Yeah, they, like, point guns constantly at kids in this episode. Um, even, like, the, the like, very young kids. The annoying yeah, kids. Yeah, the little, like, baby trio. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I still don't know the names of all the baby trio. I know the girl is named Kika. Yeah, um, well, she's kind she, of the loudest, so it's fine. That's she's, all you she's, need to she's know. Very, she's very loud. She's very good at being loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She is. Um, so Akane is like, all right, y'all are going to jail. We're going to restrain the Gundam for some reason. We're just going to, like, bolt it down it's so no so one can... Bo- dumb. <laughs> so I was stupid. like, just have someone else pilot it. Literally, I was like, like, figure out how to pilot it then. Like, if, yeah. 
if there, you... there, there is a manual inside the cockpit. We see it later on. Anyone can pilot it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, maybe no one's fucking smart enough, you know? Like, maybe only Amaro fucking has the brain power to fucking yeah, pilot. You have to, but... you have to be 15 to optimally pilot the Gundam. If you're older than that, you're just, like, really, really bad at it. If you're, um, you have to hi- have a high enough IQ. You have to watch, like, when you walk in the Gundam, it, like, gives you Rick and Morty trivia. And if you you have to answer at least five questions correctly, and then it lets you control it. Yeah. Um, so he's restraining Gundam. He's like, all right, no one's going to take this stupid thing. Um, and then they're all like, uh, Commander Joaquin, like, that's not a good idea, right? Because Char could attack Luna 2 at any moment. And he says, like, no, no. <laughs> no, Char wouldn't dare attack Luna 2 in just a Musai ship. And then we get the It's Always Sunny title card that says Char attacks Luna 2 in a Musai ship. Yeah, also it was like, did, did we know it was called a Musai before? Because I like totally we forgot. We did. No, yeah, it was called the Musai. And then like the Papua was the supply ship before. Yeah. They say a Musai. So I don't know if it's like the ship is named Musai or like the sh- class of the ship is Musai. And there are other Musai ships. Um, but it is, we, we do know it is a slash the Musai. It's a fun name. I also love that, like, all the civilians are like, fuck Earth. I don't want to live on Earth. Yeah, they all hate Earth. It's so funny. I guess, like, they're used to being on, like, side seven. Like, they're used to being a space colony. They're like, oh, I don't want to go to shitty old Earth. They have radio shacks there. (laughs) What the fuck? They have golden crowls on Earth. I don't want to go there. I want to uh, eat my cool space food. They have Taco Bell in space. There's not Taco Bell on Earth anymore. I don't make me don't make me go there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we only have Wheaties on Earth. <laughs> we have Fruity Pebbles on Side Seven. And you want me to go to Earth and eat like Raisin Bran? <laughs> I, I wasn't even talking about the cereal, but yeah. Oh, what were you talking about? Oh, Wendy's is like Wheaties. Oh, Wheaties Old Fashioned Hergus Burgess. Yes. <laughs> Inside seven, we have Taco Baco Tinkle outside the Binkle. <laughs> Come on, Commander Joaquin. How dare you? <laughs> Plebeian, you have bad taste. Um, so like it uh, in in Char's ship, he's talking to this dude Dren, who's like one of his like subordinates, who's really raring to go. Itchy trigger finger wants to attack Luna too. And Char's like, stop. You need to be quiet for like one one minute, please. I need to think about my sister, who I think is dead from ten years ago, who might not be dead actually. <laughs> Let me reflect, yes. please. Let me think. I'm gonna hashtag thonk about this for a hot minute. And it's like, dude, that is your sister. I promise you. Like, I can I can see it already in my mind's eye. Yep. That's your sister. It's been ten years. She's allowed to harden up. Like, she's allowed to be a little tougher. She's not a child anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, she is, but she's not, you know? Yeah, for, like, so, so, A, like, bold of Char to assume that his sister can't, like, grow as a person, become, like, more battle-hardened because they live in war hell. Um, and B, they, the last time they saw each other was, like, when they were six or seven years old, I guess. So, like, buddy, I don't know how to tell you this, but, like, from a seven to 17 years old, you look a bit different. You act a bit different. You look a bit different. Char, do you know what puberty is, buddy? Char, buddy. Char, please. He doesn't. Char, can you please sit down? Char, don't get in your Zaku right now. We need to tell you something. Just hold on, Char, please. (laughs) Hold Um, on. um, So, the, the... His big brain scheme is to infiltrate Luna 2 in their normal suits, and that, that, like, they, they use the word normal suit a lot. That's just, like, a space suit. That's yeah. just, like, what what you wear when you gotta go out in the vacuum of space. Like, compared um, to a mobile suit, right, which is yeah. a big robot. Wow. Wow. Um. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, this is when they keep calling the warship... Or, they keep calling the white base Trojan horse. We eventually, yeah. like, Max and I put our brains together um, and made one brain cell and realized that the white base was they were calling the white base trojan horse which yeah, makes sense because it, it, it's yeah it looks sort of like a horse if you squint it, i it, always thought it looked kind of like a weird dog on top i you know i think it it looks you know what it looks like it looks like a funky little sphinx 
Yeah. It has, it has like these two, like if you imagine the Sphinx, those two paws out front, it has those. And like the cockpit is sort of like on top angled forward as if it's like a head on a neck. So I can understand why they're calling it a Trojan horse, but I really wish they would at least say like their main ship, the Trojan horse. Like, oh, so they're talking about white base. But it took me about two and a half episodes to realize, wait, no, the Trojan horse, we've been seeing it the whole time. Yeah, I thought it was, like, a hidden somewhere. I was like, Where Yeah, I, I thought it was like, is there, like, another secret project they were working on? But no, they just want to steal White Base and they want to steal Gundam. Um, so we cut to, the like, the holding cell inside uh, Luna 2. And everyone is, like, telling Amaro to eat. Because uh, he's not you when he's hungry. He needs a Snickers. <laughs> um, it's really funny. I think it's um, Ryu who's like, yeah, dude, uh, food is like ammo for your body. <laughs> And I'm sure that's an analogy that, of course, Battleti and Amuro Ray would understand. Yeah, also, I'm just like, um, robots take energy also. It's just like electronic. You know, you don't have to make an ammo comparison. They both are powered. Right. And, and you know, and you know, that's another reason why we don't want to go to Earth, because Gundam doesn't want to eat Wheaties. (laughs) Gundam wants to go to, like... Uh, Popeyes. Gundam wants the spicy chicken sandwich. Damn, me too. Me too. I had it one time. It was very good. Better than Chick-fil-A, but I already don't really like Chick-fil-A. I think it's greasy. Yeah. Uh, like, aside from the, the, you know, the homophobia associated with it. It's just like, <laughs> it's not, it's so expensive too. Popeyes the, better. The only thing that the Chick-fil-A has going, I, why do I call it the Chick-fil-A? The only thing the Chick-fil-A has going for it is it's uh, Oreo milkshakes. But that's it. Everything else you can get at Popeyes is, is better. And Popeyes is better dipping sauces, too. Mm. I'm getting hungry. We need to move on. <laughs> Me, too. I haven't had uh, lunch yet. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this. So, um, No, it's fine. I had a late breakfast. This is unimportant. But, so, um, they... Well, you mentioned the food thing. I forgot to write that stuff down. I only wrote... I was writing more about Char's, like, fucking... Uh, his scheme uh, his scheme and infrared security that they find on yeah. the white base on the not the white base the fucking the Luna 2 Luna 2 that's what it's called I yeah. that's literally the name of the episode I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they all like they, they swim up to it like a school of fish Char and all of his boys they set up mines everywhere in like the sort of like escape tunnel of the docking bay um, and I guess they also, we don't see it, but they infiltrate, like, the engine bay or whatever, and, like, disable the gravity generators in the base. I guess they, they like, take out power to it. Yeah, and then, like, Char, in his beautiful pink suit, uh, is, like, there's all these infrared, like, lasers that'll, like, alert people, but that was, and then they, like, see them and then yeah, yeah then they take it out and we don't see them taking out the gravity thing we just see the results of it because everyone's just like flying everywhere like yeah Amor- the the battle teens are all just like oh shit the gravity's off yeah because they're in like they're in the holding the fork oh yeah well actually sorry I, i'm skipping around a lot because i forgot to say it before <laughs> we see the gravity go off i wanted to talk about the fact that Amuro drew blueprints in his mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, I forgot. That was really weird. I forgot that happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, for well, we also find out that Gundam stores case studies and battles in his head, mm-hmm. in its head, in their head. It's a robot, no gender, just robot. But no, um, no, no gender, only robot. Uh, yeah, it, like stores battles. And, like, it, remembers. It, it um, like, learns from combat. That's why it's so much better than all the Zakus and the Zeon stuff, because it's, like, able to learn from battle. Which is yeah. a cool idea. And then the gravity stuff happened, and yeah. Ryu almost get forked to death. <laughs> um, so, and, and they're all, like, running around. They're all trying to escape. They, like, Frau uses the little baby trio to, like, distract some guards while, like... Amaru does, like, a, gra- a zero-gravity, like, flying kick and just, like, knocks them both out. Is very yeah. cool. Is very cool. It's very funny. And, like, th- <laughs> this, this this is... See, this is, like, a fight that it's good to be 
okay with and say, wow, cool kick, because they're taking down, like, the corrupt military who is going to, like, court-martial a bunch of 15-year-olds. So it's okay. Yeah, and this is where they point a gun at a small at the small child. They because... point a gun at this, like, six-year-old girl. Because she, like, was doing a distraction and stamped on his foot and stomped on his foot, whatever. And it's like... I was like, oh, good. What are you going to do, shoot her? Like, I don't... What are you, you going to do, shoot a six-year-old girl? Don't! It's easy not to, buddy. I've never done it. It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like... um. So a- after they're, they're escaping, we see them, like, cutting Gundam free or whatever. Like, from its restraints. And, um, er, oh no, bef- so before, before that happens, actually, um, the base is under attack, they all know this now, so Joaquin is like, alright, we're gonna get the Magellan. But they try to, yeah, they try to get the Magellan ship out, and, uh, it doesn't fucking work, because, uh, Char and his goons, uh, put, like, <laughs> explosives everywhere to make it, like, uh, like when they were inside to make it like blow up and like stop and yeah, Magellan it, is like trapped inside of the base. It's very funny the way it happens because it, it takes like a minute for this whole scene to like go away. Like the yeah, mines keep does. going off and the Magellan keeps getting like knocked around until it's like wedged diagonally inside like the escape tunnel in the docking base. It's very comedic in a way. I like it. It's so funny. We also I'm get like... to see Joaquin like slam his face onto like the, the, the glass of the cockpit because he's like getting knocked around. It's like, ha ha. It's like, hey, you deserve it. Fuck you. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> But also they, um, they like take a little escape pod and like fly past the white base and are like, wait, there's people inside there. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, that's when they see them cutting Gundam free and Joaquin comes out and like the military in this episode loves holding guns to people. He holds a gun to, um, to Bright and he's like, come on, don't do that. And Bright is like, oh, this is cool. Bright is like. He's like, whatever, charge me in court, like, do you, who's the real enemy? Is it Zion or is it us? Like, yeah, Bright's yeah. like, I'm gonna get, I don't care if I get court-martialed for this, fuck you. And I was like, hell yeah, Bright. Yeah, he's cool, I like Bright a lot. He's like, he's definitely the adult in the room, he's the one who has to just like, whatever, I'll take responsibility for all the stupid stuff that happens, just like, we gotta do, fight. Yeah. Bright's cool. But then what, it's what's like, it, what's oh, his... he actually does good cool stuff yeah. to, like, f- fight the military. His, his name is Noah Bright, isn't it? Yes. Noah. Because hmm. I made this joke <laughs> to Max <laughs> about, like, Noah, and I was like, oh, what if, um, the, the so, Pot of Greedheads mm. uh, will know of Noah from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, is not really dead. Uh, and he's, is, he's, he's, he's alive and he's stuck in a computer. He's stuck in a computer, but he's also, uh, like, FaceTiming with all these adults on a ship. Uh, and it's the parent ship. And what if that ship is a spaceship? Yeah, all of, all of the characters in Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the parents and everyone who quote-unquote died just hung, hang out. And they're, I guess they're immortal now. They just hang out. They're in, they're in space. They just yep, hang out in a all. cool spaceship. And that's the four kid canon. They're just alive. They're yeah, fine. We, th- this is our, like, Avengers lore link to Pot of Greed connecting while cool robot. <laughs> now <laughs> we have to link to Sonic Shuffle. Okay. Well, I'll get there. We'll find a, a big a spiky blue Gundam. True. Um, so, they, so, at this point, like, Captain Paolo of, like, the original white base captain, who's, like, been bedridden the whole time, like... Only now does he tell Joaquin that, like, oh, yeah, these battle teams are good and they're our only hope. It's like, buddy, you literally saw Joaquin when we, like, landed in Luna 2 for the first time. And you didn't mention any of this before. I mean, maybe he was just, like, too out of it since he's yeah. fucking, like, he's dying. holding on by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> yeah, he's been, like, he's just, like, repeatedly getting owned, but... He finally now tells Joaquin, he's like, yeah, let them, let, let, let them do their battle team. They really need to, you know, get some fresh air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the fresh air of space. The fresh air of space. Yummy yum. Suck it up. Um, Sucks you up into the vacuum of space. Ah. But, um, 
So they are like, fine, whatever, fuck you. And they like, what? Gundam fight. But first they have to like blow up the Magellan that's in the way because mm-hmm. it's in the way. And <laughs> sure is. <laughs> and um, they like target the like thermonuclear reactor or whatever the fuck. Well, actually, it's... they they let Gundam out first because this is an yeah. important part. This is actually important. This is an important right. order thing because uh, Gundam comes out and is like ah, and is like fighting Zaku's and fighting shit, and um, and then the base comes out mm-hmm. and it has to blow up the Magellan and. Just, like, when that happens, a big old fucking, like, fire laser comes out because it's... it's so cool. It's so cool, but, like, the thermonuclear reactor just, like, makes a big laser. And they're like, Amuro, watch out. And he moves out of the way in his Gundam and, um, it, like, um, like... one of the Zaku does not move out of the way and it just fucking <laughs> obliterated. It's it just, like, vaporized. vaporized. It is so... Not to glorify war, but it was so sick when that Zaku got completely <laughs> vaporized into nothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, this this whole fight is very cool, because, like, I, I've i noticed the fights, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, snappy dialogue back and forth now. It's just like, we're gonna fight, we're not gonna say anything. And Char shows up, and he's in his red Zaku, and he has a, an axe now. Um... Yes, I love it. It's his like he, he's he's fighting Amuro. The core fighters there buzzing other Zaku's. But this really sick part of like um, uh, Gundam is like pulling out one la- like one laser sword to fight the um, Char, like mm-hmm. the Red Comet, and then like he pulls the other one out to like stab the other Zaku behind him. It's just like, and like it's it like, makes it like blow up, and it's, it's crazy. so cool. It's like he's it's like dual wielding it. It's it's yes. really really sick. Um, I was like, whoa, wow, cool sword. Um, uh, yeah, but after like the explosion blasts out and then Zaku gets obliterated, Char's like, all right, we got to pull back. Uh, we're running low on Zaku. Char is like burning through Zaku's. I think he loses like eight Zaku's by the end of these episodes. Yes, um, he is like, I lost eight of them. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I did a widow oopsie whoopsie. Um and he, he pulls back and like Gundam pulls back and White Base is able to escape after they blow the Magellan away. And then we get a weird sad moment at the end of this episode because Captain Paolo dies. Yeah. He's it's like, like Wow, he's... I knew this guy for three episodes, but I still feel sad about it. Yeah, because like he he was kind of the one that like vouched for the the battle mm-hmm. teams and was like, "Hey, let them do their thing." And he was the one that like kind of let Amuro keep you know, fighting. Yeah, it's like they they give him a burial in space where they just kind of put him in a pod and fire him out. Um and then like as they're leaving, Wakanis is like, "Let him just whatever, let him go to Earth. It's fine." Um so he like he's good. He basically like he's one of the guys who's yeah, like you said, he's one of the guys who's able to vouch for them and let them like really do their thing. Um That's about it for the episode, I think. Yes. Uh a pretty good one. My last note for this episode is Captain is dead as fuck, damb. Damb. <laughs> Pour one out. Pre- pre- press G for Gundam. God damn it. Uh one of the Zaku's exploding made me cackle. I wrote in my notes also. It's, I don't. Remember. It's <laughs> funny. I like like they. You can tell the animators are good at what they do. Like they have fun making the Zaku's blow up in like totally unique and fun ways. Yeah, they sure do. Like we get one later on. I think the next episode is like almost horrific in a way, but it's still like pretty cool when Zaku's. Oh die. yeah, dude. Yeah, With, it's um, like the atmosphere. Per- oh man. Yeah. Let's um, get to that because that's well, yeah, we'll get to it. Crazy. Um, the next episode on our list is episode five, Reentry to Earth. Um, so how does this one start out? This kind of starts out on like a like feeding all the civilians on board and like giving yeah. them towels and are like, hey, look nice for Earth if you want. Make you know, make yourself. Yay! We got We've been we on this ship for a while, so, and um, there's like this kind of this cute scene of like 
Amaro going up to like this old man and his grandkid? Grandson, I, yeah. His grandson and is just like, oh no, I, he has this cute little like car and it's broken and uh, this is all he does for now because his, his, his kid's parents died in a fucking one week battle. It was called yeah, the one week battle. I feel like I'm pretty, I know that there's the one year war. And I think the one-week battle is a part of that. I think that, like, a later series goes back to for us to see that happening. Um, pretty messed up, though. Yeah. I was like, well, how much, you know, the fact that it was, like, only a week, I'm like, wow. That's... Hey, it's been. Uh, huh. <laughs> uh, Amaro, but this yeah. old... Yeah, Amuro fixes a little car, and he's like, oh, thank you, you're so sweet, and this... Uh, I'm going to show my grandson Earth because I lived here before and I'm, I had a coffee plantation on Earth, which I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but, like, my hackles are raised. I'm like, I don't think I like you that much, old man. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Moving on. They kind of like, re- they kind of brushed past it, but. Um, yeah. He says he's going to like stay on Earth until he dies. I guess he's like the only person who actually likes Earth. Um. He's like, no matter if we have to evacuate, if the Federation tells me to leave, I'm just going to hang out here until I die, because that's where I'm from. I'm just going to drink my coffee. Um, so they're getting ready to re-enter the atmosphere um, in the white base, and they notice Char is getting resupplied. And they're like, well, if he's resupplying, that means we're probably going to be good to go into Earth, because he'll be busy with that. But uh, and then Char is like, you know, they were not about it. Nope. They were not. <laughs> no, no, no. Narrator, they were not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Howard voice. Uh, yeah, Char is telling his gang that, like, so, so we see a close-up, or not a close-up, but, like, we, we we pan over to Char, and, like, there's, like, a little supply drone-looking thing that is bringing a bunch of Zakus on a rope to Char. Um, they're, like, they're being transported. It really looks like they're on a rope, almost. Um, yeah, it does. They just but... look like they're being pulled along, because it's kind of, yeah. like, the little drone is, like, too small to, like, hold them It's like otherwise. a tugboat. Yeah. Uh, but he says, all right, we have two minutes to do this stupid plan there. We're going to hit them before they re-enter atmosphere. Um, there, cause the Zaku is like, everything will burn up in the atmosphere if we like get too close to earth. Um, so we have about two minutes to do this, to steal Gundam and steal white base. Um, I'm like, then, wow, brilliant plan. Fucking yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's weird. Cause after that, we cut over to white base as, you know, Zeon's attacking, and they're like, all right, we have four minutes for this plan. So I guess Char's being a little more careful, saying two minutes, and White Base is like, nah, Oh, I didn't four, even notice fine. that. I didn't even notice that he had said two minutes. Yeah, yeah, they only have a couple minutes to do this harebrained scheme. We'll average it out to three on both sides. Yeah, but they're like, okay, well... So they have to... Do you know why they have to send out, like, the little ship to so land first? At first... And um, f- the dude's name is Salami, so that's good. It's uh, the reentry ship is called the Salamis, I think. Oh, I thought that was the dude's name. I'm so smart. Look, I mean, there's a, there's a Zeon guy named Denim and Gene, so it's like there's probably a guy named Salami and his brother Pepperoni, uh, <laughs> and their cousin Capicola. But I, I at first I thought that only the reentry ship could enter the atmosphere. Um, but what I think, without looking anything up right now, I'm pretty sh- I'm just gonna guess. The reentry ship is basically, like, a forward ship to, like, go in early so that they're able to get more people off of White Base and onto Earth quicker before Xeon attacks, question mark? Yeah, I was wondering if it was kind of, like, a warning ship, like, hey, they're the f- we're being followed, or, like, hey, make room for White Base, because yeah. it's kind of unplanned, mm-hmm. or, like, whatever, but, yeah, so... Yeah, there's yeah. just, like, a little ship guy coming um, out. Yeah, but, so, like, Zeon's attacking White Base now. It's, like, just a... Th- this whole battle is very hard to keep track of. There's a lot of stuff going there's on. There's a lot happening! We see, like, Ryu and Hayato, I think. They're, like, they're not in any ship right now, but they're trying to figure out how to, like, fire missiles back at uh, the Musai. They're, like, we don't know. And Ryu's, like, find a manual, dog. <laughs> they're just, they got manuals lying over the place in here. They just have so many manuals. Also, how do you it. read under fucking pressure? I, can, I know. I'm just like, I can't read normally, so. <laughs> like, when, when I read, I have to make sure I'm so comfortable. I have to, I like, light a candle usually. I'll, like, put on some, like, 
white noise sometimes to like get me in the mood. I feel and like this I'd guy's fall like, asleep if that happens. This guy's like, we're being hit by missiles right now. Why don't you go read a technical manual on how to man a missile launcher? And he's like, yeah, okay, I can do that. That sounds easy. Yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's why they're battle teens and I'm not. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not a teen, and I'm not fit for battle, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) God, but, uh, yeah, it's, like, I'm kind of surprised they were having such trouble since they did, like, shooting from, like, the tank. Is it just because they're, like, different guns? I don't even know. Yeah, probably. Look, it's not as cool if you're not doing it from a robot. Uh, Amuro is, like, trying to steal his resolve to, like, fight Char, um... But, like, there's, like, three other Zaku's attacking the reentry capsule, so his attention's, like, sort of split. Um, and Char specifically tells them, we're going to split two and two so we can, like, have one group attacking Gundam and the other group attacking the capsule. Yeah. He heaps on, he's like, Sayla, Sayla, I need a beam rifle, I need a gun! Because um, his missile launcher is just getting, like, destroyed by Char's cool axe. And he's and Sayla's like, I can't. I can only send you the Gundam hammer. Which I can give you a cool spike ball. A spiky ball. I can give you the item that you get from Snow Peak uh, Mansion in Twilight Princess. Oh it my god, break, that's exactly can... <laughs> what I was thinking. Holy shit. Amuro, it can break ice, but it's really heavy and you walk slowly while using it. But it's a pretty powerful weapon if you know how to use it properly. And uh, he says, but Sayla, I haven't even beaten uh, the Goron Mines yet. Damn. <laughs> Guess you're fucked. But oh, no. Well. Uh, I haven't even gotten to the part with the mirror pieces yet. God damn it. <laughs> um, but the fucking... I'm like, why could they send him the hammer but not the gun? Is it more dangerous to send out the gun? That's. I wonder if maybe the gun has to be, like, recharged since it, like, uh, uses ammo and stuff and the hammer is literally just metal. It's just a big chunk of metal. I guess they, like, had a hammer ready. Because, like, he hasn't... He's never used the hammer yet, so maybe they just had, like, a bunch of extra ones. And Salo was like, I'll just give him that. He'll be fine. Yes. Um, and let me tell you, this hammer is really sick. <laughs> it's it's very sick! Cool. It's so cool! It fucking protects him. Because they launch it out, mm-hmm. and uh, Char, like, fucking aims a missile at him or something. Mm-hmm. And he, like, almost gets hit, but then the hammer, like, flies in front... And, like, blocks him, and he, like, catches it with, like, the force. It protect and attack. And then he attack, and he fucking bashes Zaku's with it, and it's It's great. It's so sick! Like, he's, like, just wrecking stuff with it. Because, I mean, again, it is literally just, like, a big metal spiked ball. Like, there's not much you can do to protect that. Um, Yeah. But he's, like, using it to block missiles and stuff. Um, At some some point in the battle, uh, the Salamis gets hit. Uh, and it has, like, a hole in it, and you're not really able to patch it up, so they have to send it back to white base. So I guess you can just do that and be like, all right, we'll turn around. We're, like, in, like, almost at Earth's gravitational field, but it'll be fine. And the laser, like, docking, which they show in this episode and the third episode that we watched, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. I don't remember it's cool. doing this before. It's, like, a cool little Spider-Man web that connects the ship and it pulls it into docking bay. I guess that's like a, it's like a sort of like a tractor beam from like Star Wars or Star Trek or whatever. I guess like they're not able to pilot it into the docking bay now. So they just have to like kind of yoink it back. Eh. Yeah. Makes it more exact, but. Yeah, um, I like seeing new technologies in this. And I like that they also um, reused uh, animation for uh, patching up the white base with the bubbles they i was like oh that's it, clever they call it wall film um that's yes. like the bubble gum that seals the cracks it's like ah like i just like technology in this world is so wacky you have a big ball and chain and you have like bubble gum that can seal cracks uh you have a cool heat condom that we'll see later on <laughs> that's exactly what it is oh my god is this when char is like damn He's getting better being a yeah. pilot. He, it, like, Amorose is, like, going ham on the Vulcan cannon. So those are, like, his, like, forehead beams. Um, and there's a Zaku that's, like, trying to defend against it. And Char's like, hey, I bet you want to attack him. And he's like, I can't. Um, he's firing at me like crazy. And Char's like, nah, dude, he can do it. Just sneak up on him. It's fine. 
Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're don't, good. don't worry about it. Just be um, like me. Just be like. Just be better. <laughs> just, just, just simply decide to attack Gundam. I don't know why you haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, truly. Um, but he gets like surrounded on both sides. Amuro does by Asaku and Achar. Uh, and Char like starts hacking through his shield with his cool axe. Um, it's just fucking destroyed. Yeah, and then oh, Amuro just like just completely like annihilates Izaku with the, the hammer. Yes, it's like he doesn't even like throw it. It's like a close range. He just like slams it into its head. Yes, it's, it's oh, it's cool. It's not cool because it's violent war, but it's pretty cool. It's cool. It's cool despite uh, the war? I don't know. Wow, cool spike ball. What, what happens? I think at this point the fight sort of breaks up. Because they're yeah, getting way too close to Earth. They're super close to Earth. And everyone's like, guess, yeah, we have to fucking get the fuck in, back into our big ships. Because the uh, uh, mobile suits can't, you know, stand this heat. Mm-hmm. Uh at least we think. And, uh... Mm. So... Like, Chark makes it back, but one of the dudes in the Zaku does not make it back. And oh, God. He very, very gruesomely gets burnt into the atmosphere. Just, like, the... The robot fucking melts, essentially. Because... It's like... It's... Oh, it's messed up! It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to watch. Because, like... Um, it's not even like they show the dude like melting or anything. It's just like the robot. Like, yeah, you see the robot sort of breaking apart and getting like vaporized. Um, but like at this point, I sort of noticed that it seems that Char has more value for human life than Amuro does because like he's on the radio with the dude. He's getting you know burned up, and he's like, "I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do for you." And it's like clenching his fists and he's shaking a little bit, and it's like. Amuro's never expressed remorse for, like, stabbing a dude with a giant energy sword. Meanwhile, Char's like, damn, dude, sorry that you're gonna die. I feel bad about it. Well, to be, like, fair to Amuro, like, he also hasn't seen as much death. That's true. Amuro has yet to feel the red mist. But he will. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, also, it might just not feel real to him. I feel like yeah. I would be extremely dissociated if I was piloting he, a robot. He doesn't really see them as being piloted by humans. He just sees them as big robot. Yeah. Um, but he's like starting to get pulled. He's not able to come back to White Base in time. And they're like, "Uh, all right, bye, Amuro. Guess you're gonna die." And then Amuro just pulls out the the the, the user's manual for Gundam that's in the cockpit. And it's apparently this Gundam was programmed with like. A way to re-enter atmosphere, unlike the Zaku's, and uh, he can do it. And he like pushes some buttons, pulls out the heat-resistant condom. Yep. <laughs> he it's covers like himself a, in like a plastic. It's like, like a plastic sheet. Sheet. And uh, and, he's, and he's like, I'm fine now. And you can tell he cools down because instead of being red inside, it's blue inside. <laughs> it's blue. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> visual language. It's really funny. Um, it's really good. Uh, but like all the the communication is down. Like while they're re-entering, I think it, like the atmosphere like fucks with the radio signals or yeah. something. So White Base has no idea if Amaro is okay. Until they're in the atmosphere. Like, until they are, like, in Earth, essentially. At Earth. On Earth. That's the word. Yeah. I was having they, trouble. They, they see Amaro just, like, like, having his arms spread, like, frolicking in joy that he's alive. It's, it's really so funny. funny. He's, in a, he's just in a very fun pose. His pose is so funny. His, like, yeah, one arm is up. I was like, what if he was dabbing instead? What if he was dabbing? So after all of that, we learned that, like, oh, Char has sort of played them the whole time because the fighting, he sort of, like, lured them away from where they originally wanted to land. So now they're landing in, um, like, Xeon-controlled territory on Earth. Yeah, in which case, I had no idea there was Xeon-controlled territory on Earth. Yeah, I thought that, like, <laughs> it was only on side three or wherever Xeon's from. But I guess if they're able to, like, fight a war that erases half of human life, they probably have a foothold on Earth as well. Yeah. In a month. I was like, wow. That's important to know. It's happened in one month. Wow. (laughs) 
Uh, oof. Ow. Ooh. Not great. One month um, of death. But, um, he, yeah. He, he, he Skypes his boyfriend at this point. He's, <laughs> Char Skypes his boyfriend, uh, who we get to see more next episode. Yeah. Uh, Garma. Garma Zabi. Garma Zabi. Captain Garma Zabi. He's the commander of, like, the Xeon forces on Earth. At least this country on Earth. This yeah. territory of Earth. Yeah. But, um, he's, like... A pretty... Your turn, buddy. What? Yeah, he's like, your turn. Uh, oops. <laughs> like, you have more forces than I do. Uh, I, we destroyed Hadesaku. Oops. <laughs> and, um... It's, it's really funny. He doesn't tell Garma, like, what they're going to really fight against. He's just like, uh, yeah, if you take this thing out, you're going to get, like, the Xeon Cross. Uh, so it's just, like, a big target. I, I I guess he didn't tell Garma on purpose to like sort of like trick him or whatever. Um, I'm like, wow, way to be like a rude to your boyfriend. To your boyfriend. Um, but sort of like the last the last part of the episode is like the white base hovering over Earth, and everyone's like, wow, cool Earth, and they're all really happy about it, and they get surrounded by Zeon. And they're like less happy, obviously. Yeah, not great. Uh, so that's end of. Episode two and yep. episode three is called Garma Strikes, episode or episode three, six, the, I yeah, guess. But episode. like three of this, our of, third episode this week is Garma Strikes. Garma Strikes. Ah, oh, it's a uh, sounds like karma. I'm thinking about it. That's probably not. That's <laughs> I was probably like, is not that a theme, purpose? but it could be. It could be. Um, um, yeah. Hey, Char and Garma are gay and in love. I don't know if we've mentioned that yet. Yeah. So they like meet up. <laughs> In person, and what, I think it's supposed to be shaking hands, but it just looks like they're holding hands. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. they're either dating or have some kind of complicated relationship on Facebook or something. Oh, you know it says it's complicated. Um, and, uh... Garma's just talking like, about it. Garma's like, are you here to help me impress my older sister? I was like, what? <laughs> Who? Yeah, it's, it's it's I I guess his older sister, um, whose name that we learn later, Kaecilia, is just like she she's like higher up in the chain of command for Zeon, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take this thing out. My sister's gonna think I'm cool for once. She's not gonna dunk my head in the toilet anymore. <laughs> True. Uh, we we cut to the battle teens who are like you know getting ready. They're like they're in the atmosphere. They're hanging out. Um, Hayato is, like, practicing shooting in case he has to fire the stupid machine gun missile launchers from White Base again. Yeah. And Kai's like, wow, nice. You're an overachiever, you fucking nerd. Yeah, it's like, he's helping. He's learning how to be better. Yeah. Give him a break. Um, We see the three babies are being really loud and annoying again. Um, like What's her face? The blonde baby. Kika? Kika. Kika. Kika, she's a fucking brat, but it's fine. She's just screaming and crying and hooting and hollering. Um, and... I think at this point, Zeon attacks. attacked, yeah. I think they get yeah. attacked, and, um... The dude who was on the Salamis ship is like, Hey, we should fucking send out Gundam, probably. Uh, yeah, he he's an asshole in this episode. He's a giant asshole, and he tries to take charge, even though Bright's like, "Dude, we've been doing this. We're good. Yeah, Bright, we're fine. Come on, you can't take charge. This nineteen-year-old clearly has better ideas than you. Except he does. <laughs> Except he does. <laughs> like, um, and it's just like, damn. Uh, they're like, hey, Amuro probably needs to, like, rest and stuff. Like, let him chill. But it's like, Amuro's like, no, no, I, I can fight. It's fine. I'm I'm ready. Let's, and they, like, they're like, okay, well, let's bust out the t the gun tank first. Because uh, Gundam is, me is not made for mid-air combat. Yeah, they're like, see, this part really, really, really confused me because... Me too, because I was like, it's literally flying all the time. It's just like flying it's... in space, I guess, so it's different. That's not the thing that I was confused about. Oh, it's like, okay. it's, so the scenes as White Base is descending onto Earth, they're drawn as if they're in space. Like, 
This, oh. this seems like you see Earth, but you see the curve of Earth. It's like they're in space still, but they're not. I, I don't know if it was an animation mistake or whatever, but like I was so confused. I was like, wait, did they not just like spend the entire last episode getting to Earth? I um, thought they were I, in the atmosphere. That was kind of how I was thinking. Yeah, because they're, I think they're like landing. if you're like far enough, if you're far enough, like I think if you're, I think if you're far enough in that up in the atmosphere, you can still see the curvature of the Earth. Right. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it, I I say it, it's not as subtle as it seems. Like Earth, like you. I don't know. I'll see if I can get a screenshot later to show you. But it's just yeah. like it's very very confusing. But basically, they're like descending i guess because gundam gundam can fly in space because it has thrusters but it doesn't have enough thrusters to let it like fly within the actual atmosphere because that takes too much thrust that it doesn't have but it can be on ground yes because it's gravity they have like the whole like i mean the whole like next time on was kind of talking about how they all have to fight with gravity now and that fucking sucks um but but yeah zeon surrounding them on all sides, they're able to like move Gundam's cockpit into Gun Tank. Like Amuro's gonna pilot. I think Amuro's gonna move Gun Tank, and Hayato's gonna be shooting with Gun Tank because yes. it's like a double. You gotta have two. Yes. Um. But so Zeon has like both an air squadron and a ground squadron of tanks. So they're just like, uh oh, that's not good. They're like totally behind enemy lines at this point. Oh yeah, there and you know there's the Gun Tank. Even though it's like better than their tanks, it's still like fucking outnumbered and uh they're like um i think this is when bright is like begging amuro to like bust out the gundam it's like Mm -hmm. please pilot the gundam have someone else pilot gun tank we need you yeah because gundam is much faster more agile than uh the tank is yeah it's it's you know, you, you're not as mobile with it. Because a gun tank is really, really powerful, but it doesn't have, like, the mobility of Gundam. And they have, like, so many units fighting them that they really need, like, something that can move fast. And, uh, Amaro's like, maybe it's easier to fight alone. <laughs> uh, I'm going through character development. <laughs> yeah, some kind of character <laughs> development. Uh, maybe not development. Character something. Character change. Yeah, development. Yeah. Development can be good and bad. But, um, it's just, yeah, because he was also kind of like bickering with, um, uh, who's piloting the guns? In uh, the gun tank? Hayato. Oh my gosh. Yes, <laughs> Hayato. I will get names at some point, someday. We'll um,. So yeah, he's just like, what if I fight alone instead? Fuck Hayato. Yep. Uh, yeah, fuck all y'all. Um, is it Ryu that takes over the pilot? Yeah, of Ryu the gun and, tank. Or, no, I think it's Kai. Kai is and Hayato. Kai? I, I it, well, it was Ryu, Kai. Yeah, that makes sense. Ryu is usually before. the core fighter guy, and yeah. Hayato, Hayato and Kai are usually the gun tank guys. I know. For some reason, I thought it was like. For some reason, they were like, oh, they they might have switched it up. I'm not sure. I didn't write it down. They're not. Okay. They're not important. It's about Amuro. It's about Amuro. <laughs> um, <laughs> at this point, like Sela just starts kicking ass too. She just like jumps in a machine gun after Kai has to leave to like pilot gun. She's like, All right, I'm gonna get in on action. I'm gonna kill some Zaku. Let's see. I at this point we cut over to Garma, who's like commanding the forces, and I think that Garma thinks Gun Tank is the new mobile suit. Yes, he like, does. He's like, oh, wow, that thing is really dang powerful. I can see why Char is having trouble with it. It's like, oh, buddy, you don't even know. You don't even know! You're about to get owned. Um, you got another thing coming. <laughs> you got a big storm coming. You got a big storm coming. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, he's right. The gun tank's good, too. It's just no Gundam. And so, is this one when they cut to, like, Char, like, talking and being like, LOL, I didn't warn him, whoops. <laughs> but on purpose. Is, is, is like, um, yeah, he's just, like, criticizing Garma. He's like, oh, wow, even you have more units and you can't even take out white base. It's like, guess you must suck, dude. Um, and, like, meanwhile, as this is happening, Amro is, like, leaving Gun Tank and getting in Gundam. And just, like, this fun small scene that I wrote down is, like, he gets out of gun tank and Frau is there, gives him, like, his Capri Sun power juice. And he's like, thanks, see ya. And he, like, runs off to find Gundam. 
He does yell thanks. Like, he, do- like, he like, yells, like, I'm counting on you. <laughs> it's like the future equivalent of, like, running with a toast in your mouth when you're late to class. He needs yeah. his nutrition. He needs his power juice. <laughs> I mean, he is uh, running on fumes right now. Yeah, he's not doing so hot. Oof. He is not doing hot. He keeps talking to himself, kind of, being like, um, because, uh, the... Whoever is taking over gun tank piloting is just like, I'm not confident in this. And then Amara's like, well, I'm not doing this because I'm overly confident or whatever. Right. And, uh... I just gotta do it. I just, I just gotta do it. Um, so he's, 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 he's in the cockpit. Um, we get just like this absolutely deranged line from him where he says, it's like, we sure do. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to ask a woman how to fight. Yeah. What do you mean, bro? What do you mean? She's literally shooting people with a big cannon in white base, and you can't ask her for strategy. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense. He's like, guess I'll die. Sailor doesn't know military strategy. I'm going to ask Bright because he's cool. I don't know, Amaro is being a real bastard in this one. Um, but he finally is able to get out and, you know, and, and land. And he's like new boot goofing around. He's like, there's like a very silly run cycle we see with Gundam at first. True. Um, he's like having, tr- he like uh, has a pretty rough landing. I guess he's like, can't really pilot it well in the air. Um, but he's on the ground now. He's like, starts tanking out tanks with his uh, beam rifle. But like the cannon is able to sort of detach and start flying around. So it's just like, just there's a lot going on. A lot of units he's fighting at once. But he just keeps shooting. He just keeps shooting. Yeah. He just keeps blowing shit up. And he's like he's completely surrounded by Zaku's and tanks and, and air fighters, and he's just like getting explosions on all sides, and he's about to pass out. Not looking good for Amaro. Yeah, he like cause the when they, he gets like hit and like he keeps like banging his head around. They've showed this animation before, but he's just like banging around. And he's like, I can't pass out. I gotta keep going. Yeah. No, I can't give up now. Um, oh, but then he activates sicko mode. And then he goes sicko mode, and um, he drops his shield and uh, beam rifle, and he just fucking goes sicko mode. He, like, rolls underneath one of the Zaku, or, right? It was, yeah, he, like, yeah. rolls under their fire, and he goes up to them and he, like, rips out another one of their, like... Their breathing tubes or whatever. Breathing gas mask-looking things. And, um... Oh, he, like, throws that Zaku into one of the tanks and just fucking... Boom. Oh, it's so rad. And then, like, he just goes completely ape. Like, he gets his beam rifles out and he just, like... He just gets the beam theory, like, just, like, Bain destroys theory, yeah. the entire army. Yeah, he just out. fucking cuts everyone up, and he's just yelling the whole time. He's red and mad and yelling, and he's not having a good time. And he's, like, he's, like, hitting the ground with it. Yeah, and there's just, like, a lot of, like, really cool dynamic shots of yeah, his it's, face it's, yelling. It's cool, but it's not, because it's he's going very... through, like, psychological trauma, but it's pretty cool. Uh, it's very hard to watch if you think about it because it's less like oh he's going sicko mode in a bad way yeah he's going sicko mode but also like he needs to go to therapy immediately after this yeah it's very like oh he snapped yep he 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 truly did snap um but he he takes everything out and then garm is like uh oh <laughs> i got to go <laughs> I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I, this is... Mm, I'm not winning anymore. This is bad. I... Pfft. See ya. Peace. So, he gets out of there. Uh, and he's... Is this when... Uh, is the shower scene this time? Or is do we cut to Amaro first? Um... I, I don't... No, yeah, we, we cut to Amaro first. Yes, okay. Um, he, he, like, he, he gets in white base with the Gundam. They're, like, flying around. They're trying to find resistance, even though they're in a Zeon continent. They're going to be able to, like, find, you know, Earth Federation to help them out. 
They, they Amaro, have, like, Federation resistance in the yeah. continent, probably. Yeah. So, like, Amaro gets out of the Gundam, and Frau is there, but he just, like, walks past her. And everyone, like, all the other battle teams run up, and he just, like, walks past them. And he's just, like, completely quiet and silent. And then Hayato's like, wow, he thinks he's so cool because he piloted it. Or, no, I think Kai says he's Kai so cool because he, like, yeah, piloted he's... it by himself and won the battle. He's just like, wow, what an asshole. He's acting cool. But they're just like, hey, Kai, sh- shut up. He's Something's up. <laughs> something's up. This kid ain't right. And he gets to his room and the, 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 the trio of babbies shows up. And they're like, hey, we brought you a, a nice post-battle snack of pie and champagne. <laughs> yeah, love me some pie and champagne. Mm, like peanut butter and jelly it is. Um, <laughs> but, but he's just like, leave me alone. And Kika's really mad. Kika, like, sticks his, her tongue out and, like, does the eye thing at him. And it's like, let him just, let him, come on. I, let I him know go that to bed. And you don't know. He, he's just, like, having a real bad time right now, though. I guess he snapped and he's, like, finally starting to feel the effects of having to, like, do murder. Oops. And, uh, you know, probably not sleeping. Because no. of all the fighting. Or at least not sleeping well. So, yeah, he just closes his door and he fucking, like, conks out on his bed with, like, his uh, Gundam outfit shit still on. Yeah, it's not comfy to sleep in, I don't think. Uh, and I was like, wow, I've, you know, I've definitely fallen asleep with my jeans on, but that looks way yeah. worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, um, so now we cut over to the shower scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> why is... <laughs> Why is this happening? But uh, Garma and Char are talking, but Char's in the shower while he's talking. And um, it's just, like, very weird. But, yeah, Garma's just like, wow, why didn't you tell me that it was uh, so bad to fight the Gundam? Why did this happen? Uh, But Char's like, um, cuz I wanted you to feel it and i also didn't want to be blamed later that i was doing things wrong i wanted to prove that i was kind of like just hard to fight him and it wasn't like my own incompetence Mm -hmm. and uh yeah he's just showering the whole time while they're talking it's very i don't know i'm like why are we seeing this like why is this happening Right, yeah, it's it's very very strange. And I took like a picture of him like showering and saying I'd be honored to give you a hand, but he's actually just talking about helping Garma, uh, fucking fight. Yeah, he's like you're you're as powerful as a hundred men in combat. We're boyfriends. <laughs> um, and then he mentions his sister Kaecilia again. This is where we like, get her name. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And after that fun conversation, Char has a weird glint in his eye. I guess he's still being a naughty boy and scheming and whatnot. He still has schemes on the mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I think that's it. Like, it just kind of cuts back to Amaro, like, in a more comfortable sleeping clothes. Yeah, but he's like, looks like he's having a nightmare or something. He's having psychological problems. Yeah, oops. Poor guy. I'm like, oh no. Yikes. Um, but yeah, that's about it uh, for the episode. Um, pretty good. Good, but also... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Don't know about this one. There might be some ramifications. Ooh. Hmm. I, I wonder... Consequences for my actions? No. I wonder... I wonder if Amaro is going to have trouble in the future looks like he is looks like he might um but yeah that 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 that's the episodes another very good batch this show is extremely good i like it a lot yes i like it's it a fun. lot but um and i was like wow it holds up more than i expected it does so yeah like definitely the the, the main sort of we're, we're, we're definitely starting to hit a point where we're gonna the show is trying to make us think about like what happens when you're forced to fight at 15 <laughs> or any time ah, but oof. especially at 15 yeah um, um is there a robot 
segment. Yeah, you know, so we're going to do another... I'm going to hit you with another Robot of the Week. Um, I'm still developing this segment, and hopefully I'll get to the point where I can like have more trivia and more fun facts, but... There's not a whole lot since the series is so early on now. Um, and I'm also I'm like, trying to think of yeah. something. This I is episode do. two. We're getting there. Um, but let me tell you about MS06 Zaku 2. You know, it's the Zakus. It's the fun little dudes. They're the Greenmen. Um, they're, you know, you know them. They're like the, the main main baddies of, of the Xeon Federation or the, the Xeon Principality. The main um, red shirts. Yeah, yeah, the green shirts. Um, Damn. So, fun fact, the original concept of the Zaku, it was supposed to be just like a plain disposable underling. Um, I guess there are going to be more of them, maybe. But the name, when you say like Zaku, 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 I guess it's sort of derived from the sound of like an army walking or marching. Hmm. Like you say Zaku, 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 you can sort of hear it. Um, and the Japanese term Zako means inferior fish, which is, I guess, maybe not that um, accurate of a translation. <clears throat> oh, my voice is getting all scratchy. Um, but basically sort of to signify that they're like big expendable grunts. So they're definitely designed to be like many of them, but also easy to take down. Um, and some fun trivia. Uh, have you seen a Pacific Rim, Morg? I have not. Okay, well, one of the main uh, Jaegers in that movie is called Cherno Alpha. Um, it, it's basically this big green robot that has, like, a head that looks sort of like a nuclear, um, like, cooling tower-ish. Um, but it's this, like, drab green color. I'll post it in our chat. Um, it's designed after the Zaku, and you can definitely tell based on the colors, like, that green and the little hint of red. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. It's 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 a very very recognizable design. Um, yeah, the head's different. It's probably the biggest difference, but yeah, it still has that. Yeah, and in a lot of like future Gundam series, sort of the main mass-produced enemy is are like that same sort of like drab green color. So I guess the design language carries over in the future. We're gonna get to see more of that. Hell yeah. Um, and that's like and and. I don't know. Maybe we'll do Char's Zaku next week. That's a whole different thing. But Zaku's gonna say pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Like so, it's a good design for like a robot that you have to see a lot of. It's nice and simple. Um. But all. But like it's like fun enough. Like the two tone green, that red eye. Like it's very flashy. I like the design a lot. I'm gonna give the Zaku a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten Zakus. What do you give the Zaku Morg? Um, I, yeah, I feel like a seven's pretty good, but I also don't have a lot to compare them to. Like, I mean, I know right. robots, but I don't know Gundam robots specifically. Like, I know like super robots and stuff, mm-hmm. and Sentai um, robots, and like. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit different visual design. Yeah, um, it's definitely more like army yeah feeling um even compared to the gundam itself like even compared to v the v uh mm-hmm. it's just very drab comparatively but it's yeah. still like cool it's cool drab um i guess in lieu of us having talked about it last week what out of 10 would you give gundam mm. like the, the og boy maybe like an eight and a half I was thinking, eight. Hey, it's like the original. It's a very classic design. It's very, very simple. It's like the most simple of all the main guns, but it's like, it, it's it's the it's like the Coke of Cola of Gundam. You know, yeah. it's like this classic timeless design that everyone loves. You love to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's very recognizable. It's it's the mascot essentially, like in a lot of yeah. ways. If you are thinking Gundam, that's what you think of. If you aren't like more into it i would think yeah yeah you think of gundam you just think of gundam um and i guess my last question to you morg and this is going to be maybe a bit of a challenge just like off the top of your head what's your robot of the week it doesn't need to be a gundam just give me a robot the first thing that pops into your head uh you mean like from this no 
any like just literally anything robot of the week any robot <sighs> i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you pick the criteria within your own brain but i want to hear your robot i don't know i mean like the first one i thought of was gundam but that's such a fucking I, that can count that can okay. count. No, that's, that's, that's the first one that's the rules all right fine then yeah Robot of the week is gundam it's gundam <laughs> It's Gundam. I'll have, to think of a, I'll have to think of a different name for the other segment then. Maybe it could be like, uh, Fundum Facts. Fundum Facts! Yeah. <laughs> We're still getting there. Um, no, we can, Every yeah. week I'm going to put you on the spot with a stupid question of what's your robot of the week, so get Fine. ready. I'll, I'll be ready um, next time, and it'll probably be like stupid ones, like... No, I want them to be stupid funny ones. Oh, do you? Actually, okay, fine. Then I'm going to go with, uh, the Super Robot from Super Robot Monkey... F- fuck... Super oh, Robot Hyper... Oh, yeah, fuck. yeah, Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. Hyperforce Go, yes, yes Jesus Christ, yes. that was so hard. It's such a hard fucking title to say. that show. It's just like a blocky man, but it's fun. Yeah, it's like... It it, 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 it looks like the Iron Giant, but square, sort of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Great. Cool. Well, that's your word of the week. We learned about Zaku. We saw Amuro have a breakdown. I can't think of many more things to talk about aside from our plugs. So, Morg, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G on Twitter and Tumblr. Um, you can also find me on my Sonic Lore podcast done with uh, Dan with uh, <laughs> called The Sonic Shuffle. Uh, that's Shuffle Sonic on Twitter. Uh and I'm Max, and you can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion, and you can find my other show, Pot of Greed, a show about Yu-Gi-Oh! at, uh, what is it, twitter.com slash potofgreedcast, or potofgreed.tumblr.com. Last week when we recorded, I forgot to plug Walkura, because I haven't plugged it before, and Argyle's like, don't you have something to say? And I'm like, no. Oh, wait, I do! Um, did, 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 so that did come up, but because Argyle prompted you. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely would have forgot to otherwise. <laughs> I probably would have also. I don't remember if I, I don't think I plugged, I think I hinted at it on Sonic Shuffle, but didn't plug it because it wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. So I was right. like. I, I think because it hasn't been fully published, it wasn't like in my mind of a thing that I can show off yet, but. I was just like, yeah, you know, look to my Twitter in the future because there will be something robot related. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Wow. I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Wow. Um, And as we always end our show, war is bad. Wow, cool robot. I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Uh, third tries the charm. (laughs) Oh my God. I got it.